I'm gonna start recording right now. We're 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 the, the, the recording. We're recording. Mm -hmm. Hey, 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 hey. How hey. uh, oh. how how are the the kids? If I had any, I would know. But uh, you, what you do to your kids? I uh I uh I I made them go on a walk, and uh. They didn't come back, so, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you going to call, like, the cops or something? Well, well, I thought about that, right? I thought about that. But, but the cops, they can't, they can't get them because they got to be six feet away from them. So it's not like if they do find them, they can't bring them back because, like, social distancing right now. You know, I, I I read a I read a blog, a good old a good old blog, by one of my professors, uh, where oh. where he talked about how we should change the term social distancing to physical distancing. Because, and he brought oh. he, he brought up some good points where like, I mean, right now in a way in a weird way, we're more social than we've ever been. Because yeah. you think about it, we're having, you know, I'm I'm gonna use like my mom for an for an example. She's doing Zoom calls with ten of her other friends. Some well, actually, my mom talks to a lot of people, but people are are doing video chats with their family members and people they might not talk to at all, and they're using this this uh, physical isolation as an excuse to to do that. I think I think more communication via video chats and texting and phone calls is happening more now than it ever has. So I can get behind you on that. So I definitely think the, the social distancing is, is a little, little bit of an inaccurate uh, description of what's actually going on. Look at you, Paul. Look at you. This, this isn't, this, this is from my professor. Look at your professor. Yeah, my professor wow. did a good job. I, I, I was, I was impressed with that, with the, the blog that I read. I, was, I liked it. Um, we got some more very interesting. Uh, we, we don't have anything planned for today. Let's just roll the intro music. So, I've already talked about this before. I know I have. I can't remember what extent to what extent I've talked about this. Uh, a Rub the Rubik's cube. I've I've I found a Rubik's cube. And, All right, I'm with you. And so, I I I found it downstairs. My mom was cleaning out uh, our storage area in the basement, and it was just sitting there. So I took it, and it's in my room, and. I got one of the sides completed. It's the white side. And nice. On the, Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Now on the you got the side or the layer? Like, like it's 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 a it's a it's a three by three, all white. Yeah, but what about the sides? Okay, yeah, that's that's the problem. Uh, <laughs> so I got I got the, this perfect sheet of white, 
And when I start looking around on the other sides of this cube, the, the one of the other five sides, so like the, in this one spot, there's there's four. There's four blue on this this one side. And I'll start doing stuff, and then I, 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 I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't, I've gotten the one side done, and I leave that, that side face up because I like seeing that I got a side done. But other than that, I don't think I'm going to be able to even get two done in a row. That's funny. I know how to solve a Rubik's cube. You do? <laughs> wow. I don't, yeah. don't don't spoil it to me if I cuz if I ever do no, don't spoil it. You have to like know how to do it. If if well, what you need to do is okay. Okay. So there are certain pieces and they always have to be next to each other. Obviously. By pieces do you mean the colors? I mean so each each white piece has another color on it, right? Yeah, like this one has a blue and an orange. This that's a corner piece. It has white, blue, and orange. Yeah, oh, should I not use a corner piece for an example? No, that's perfect. Okay. So that one has white, blue, and orange. Is there another one that has orange on it? Another white piece that has orange? Yeah, it's right beside the blue. So like, What do you mean? So blue. like, there's that corner piece, the white, and it has orange and then blue. And beside the blue is another orange connected to okay, the white Okay, so that piece. blue, that middle one, is in the wrong spot. So I need to, like, flip that. You got to find the one that's orange and put it there. Uh... That's your next step. Ah, all right, all right. Next episode, we'll try to... That's what I meant. <laughs> next... that's, whenever I... that's what I meant whenever I said, what layer, how many layers do you have? Ah, well, next episode I'll try to have more done, and I'll update the audience. All right, and I'll give you I'll give you a play by play. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every week it'll just be an additional an additional tip. <laughs> um, are you are you ready for the the Reddit question that I just yeah. I just looked up? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, okay, this is asked by uh, uh, this is asked by user Rapid Action Battalion. Uh, and and their question is, you're given one billion dollars, and you're allowed to purchase one thing with it. What do you buy? One billion dollars and one thing. You're given one billion dollars, and you're allowed to purchase one thing. Now, I'm guessing this one thing it can for, for this question. I'm gonna say it can be, you know, if you if you can buy a company or a building or something, or you can buy a lot of one thing. So yeah. Like, so like, if you want a bunch of sun, a bunch of sunglasses, you have to buy a billion dollars worth of the same pair of sunglasses. Okay, the same exact sunglasses. Yeah, it's it's got to be the one thing. You're you got a one billion dollars, and you only get one thing with it. Yeah. Well, I think you know, education. Uh, my education probably is worth a billion dollars. Yeah, I think, well, that's the thing, like, would it just be my education, or could I save it and use it for education for other people? I'll see, now you're like, you're, you're swerving in between the lines here. Um, I would say that's that's fine. You could probably yeah, just be like, and general, I can... be like, education. I'll pay for all my friends' education, too. Like, <laughs> you, see, you see, I... I would, I would, uh, I'm allowed to purchase one thing with it. There, there's two, two things I would do, two, two possible uh, routes I would take. There's the boring route, 
which is uh, I would I would invest into a company like Apple or Microsoft and then just make a lot of money off of that, right? Then could you only use the money that you make off of it for inve- investing? See, that that I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like you where you're kind of going in between the lines because then that money isn't... So I, I don't know about that one. But, but my other one, my second one, all right, would be like a movie theater gift card. A movie theater? Movie theaters are dead. They're dying. Okay, currently they are not doing so hot. They're they're not going to get any better. I think they are. No, movie theaters, Netflix. Netflix is going to destroy. Nothing beats going into a movie theater, getting those big, nice reclining chairs, and having a giant IMAX screen with these surrounding speakers. Nothing beats that. Netflix. For you, that may be the case, Paul, but uh, a lot of people don't like leaving their house. And Okay, uh, yeah. Well, right now you're not supposed to leave your house. Uh, I'm not saying right now. I'm saying always. Okay, well, I like, I love the movie theater experience. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I would just... probably, I would probably, because then I could go see every movie I want. Because movie tickets are also fairly expensive. They can be like, they can now, be Paul, like $14. What? 20 years from now, I'm, you can, you can uh, fact check me. Somebody, future episode listener, 20 years from now, from May 5th. Sorry, May 2nd, 2020, there is uh, not going to be any movie theaters. In, I in highly, I doubt that. I highly I'm sure there that. will be some movie theaters, but the industry will be dead. I don't, I don't think that's, that's accurate. I don't think, I don't think that's going to be the case. All right. You heard it here. Let's have to wait and see. Wait. <laughs> what? Yes, yes, yeah. you'll have to wait and see. Yeah, 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 we gotta wait and see. Um so we uh we just we just finished recording another another podcast. A uh, a good old a good old episode of Pokemon Central. And and for all those who are hearing about this for the first time, yes, we have another podcast. It's called Pokemon Central, and we talk about Pokemon. It's pretty cool. You can go check it out. Did you uh, you like that plug? That was uh, an odd plug. I don't know why it, you brought it up. Was it, now. Was it, a, it was a good, a good, it was a good plug though, right? Uh, yeah, it was not, a great plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. I mean. It was a fantastic, fantastic plug. plug. So, I've been I've been playing a lot of different games on my Switch, my good old Nintendo Switch, and I bought some some scary games, some some scary ooh ooh ah games. All right. One of these games is the original Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Do you know? Do you know the game? Um, I played Resident Evil Four, and by that I mean I watched Gordon play Resident Evil Four. So you kind of know what the game's about, right? Uh, yeah, flawless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can recall it? Yes. So I I played that game. I think it was two nights ago at like three a.m. And I was walking, and and the original Resident Evil game takes place in a mansion in the middle of nowhere. I was terrified. Were you? <laughs> yeah, I like the thing with like horror, the horror genre, and like just scary stuff. I love it, but I also hate it. I have that love hate relationship with it. Like haunted houses, 
I have so much fun at haunted houses. I love haunted and, houses, and I think too. we, you and I both said we gotta do a, a a live opinion central haunted house episode. One of these days, one of these days, I'm gonna get it's there. Coming. It's um, coming at you. But and then like scary movies, I, I scary movies don't scare me at all. I I what? I could watch. You saying, but you're saying Resident Evil Four does? I'm sorry, just Resident Evil does. Here's the thing about video, scary video games, like Resident Evil or Alien Isolation or or uh, Amnesia, whatever whatever game it is. Those games, I'm always like on edge, and can get scared because I'm interacting with it. Mm. Um, and it's it's weird though because I'm more scared of like the video game than I am of like a haunted house where I am like I'm actually interacting with it, and I'm not that that scared. But the games that I I just am always on edge when I when I play those games, and I think it's a really cool genre. I don't. I think as of late there really haven't been any good horror films or games that have come out. There's been a few, but nothing major. Back in like 2013 or the 2010s, a lot of good video games were coming out in that genre, and a, a lot of good movies also were coming out in that genre. And I remember like the two, 2005 to 2010-ish, because now scary movies they're just not good. I I haven't even like that that whole genre has just kind of fallen off. I think. I really like watching scary movies with my friends. That's the thing too, and I I think that's a whole whole other experience where whether it's a movie and like haunted houses, you go with a group of people because that's fun, or, or you play a video game with your people. I I remember Ben when he he must have been maybe a freshman or, or sophomore in high school, and I remember him and a, and a bunch of his friends they went downstairs to our basement and played Slenderman with all the lights off. And that was just something they did. And I, I totally agree with you. Those, like, whether it's a, a horror film or game or, or li- a live experience like a haunted house, doing it with people that y- you know and you're, you're friends with makes that experience so much more fun. And I think it makes it scarier in a sense because if one person reacts, then everyone else is going to have a reaction. Right. Yeah. That has that group scared them. Yeah. And I think that's really, really fun. I, I do enjoy that. It's words at you. Group scared him effect. The, the group scared him effect. Uh, researched by Connor Limbaugh. Yeah, it's... I, um, yeah, going to haunted houses are great. And I've played those video games um, that were very, very like, oh my gosh, I gotta... I hate, I hate those video games. But yeah. I get... <laughs> I, I, not like Resident Evil where you're shooting zombies and stuff, but more. You're like thinking you're, of like amnesia where you're just walking around. And you're like stuff's happening and you don't know where it's happening. And yeah, like you're playing this this guy who has a camera who has like one of those old ass video recorders, and uh, you're just kind of like looking around, derping around in this haunted fucking house. It is not a. It doesn't really make any sense. You, like, go and you, like, read this letter about, oh, there was some crazy lady who ate a bottle of juice and the juice <laughs> possessed her. Yeah, and now yeah. haunting through these these halls, eating people's flesh. And I, I wasn't about it. I was like, if I was a reporter, whatever. That's fine. You can, you know, haunted house, stay there. I'm not going to go into it <laughs> unless I 
whole squat team behind me. Unless you got the crew. The fire, the fire hydrants, sorry, not the fire hydrants, the fire department. Mm, and yeah, there you go. a couple of Snoop Dogg millionaires. That's, that's all I need. That's all I need. Like Snoop Dogg, multiple Snoop Dogs that multiple are all... Multiple of them. <laughs> that would be helpful. Yep. That's the vision I see. All right, all right. Now, I haven't had much uh, experience in this genre in terms of reading books. I know it's, it is a, a decently popular genre, the horror genre. Have you ever read a, a... I mean, like, I've read Frankenstein and stuff, and, like, those are classified, I guess, as horror. But, like, mm, I don't necessarily not. find those, like, oh, you know. But have you ever read, like, a book that was made to be scary yes and how 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 was that experience and what was the book i should ask as well well i've read uh i've read two stephen king books he's a very popular uh, i'm gonna say the most popular horror uh novelist in our generation in our generation yeah yeah yeah, yeah he's no edgar Allan poe well yeah, yeah. i guess he's kind of like edgar Allan poe yeah. but but edgar Allan poe's probably better now you read Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> I don't know. Edgar Allan Poe is some cool poetry. Uh, like the freaking the heart beat. Okay, there's there's this poem by Edgar Allan Poe wherever it's like you're in the guy's like in this. He's a murderer, okay, and he's trying to hide the body, and he hides it in the floorboards, and he someone like comes up to the house and is like hey and he's like oh my gosh i hope that they don't know that i killed somebody and then like the beating heart of the dead person starts like super being a trumpet loud like full-on drum setting it up all those wooden boards like the person and, wasn't dead ah uh, man I, it's been a while since i've read the poem uh lore board oh <laughs> Oh, there's another one. The Raven one is the Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. This is a good. I guess it's not a poem. It's it's like flash fiction, um, but it is it is a good one. I uh, here I'm gonna send it along to you, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll throw it in the. Is it a PDF or something? I can throw in the footnotes for. It's just a website. Yeah. Uh, well, Telltale. I'll... I'll throw right, that. Edgar. I'll throw this in the footnotes so so you can all read it too. Yeah. So if you wanna if you wanna have a little boom bada bingum about <laughs> bing about a boom bang yeah, about what that's kind of like. There you go. There's that. There's also Stephen King does a really good job of it. He's really good at pacing. So good at pacing. Him and like Dan Brown are the kind of authors mm -hmm. who want you to like really turn the page and keep turning the page that's like that contemporary uh it's almost like pulp fiction in a way where you know it's not necessarily like i know that they're like using these tropes and genres and like pulling on the like not giving me the name of something and it's like oh gosh like they're, i want to behind that more. they're tricking you into more reading pretty much yeah and like in the shining have you seen the shining i've seen it yeah so I think one of the best things about that book is the pacing and how 
how um, Stephen King is able to kind of build up this anxiety, bring, bring build up the situation of tension and fear into a situation. So whenever, uh, what's his face, the boy, uh, Dan, Danny. So Danny is, he's you know that one room with the lady in the bathtub. Uh yeah 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 I think so. So before he goes he like circles that room a lot a lot a lot and that that's like one a big part of it is like him going up to that room and being all like should i go into it it's like no i'm not gonna go into it and then there's one time when he decides not to go into the room he's like i'm gonna go back downstairs and then he's he starts imagining that the uh that they have like it's not it's like an old place so it doesn't have a fire hydrant has a fire hose and he's he's imagining the fire hose like as a snake that's going to you know attack him and oh gosh it's it's really i don't have the book on me now but the way that he builds up that you know trying to calm yourself down and then getting up in your face like something's gonna happen is really it's 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 a masterfully done there i i've also read dr sleep by stephen king and, and that's, that one's that's the uh follow-up to to the shining right yeah, have you seen... I haven't seen the movie. I've not seen the, the new movie. Okay, well, I'll hold back on saying anything. It's not... It's not. I guess all, all I have to say is that it's not that scary. Mm -hmm. It's more like fun adventure. Okay. It's cool. It's it's a good book. And it's a... I'm sure it's... Actually, I don't know. I, I, I haven't talked to really anyone who's seen the movie, but I'm sure it's pretty good. Huh. I know Stephen King doesn't really like like he hates The Shining the the movie. Really? That's what I've heard. I thought that movie was pretty good. Well, I mean, I thought it was good too, but Stephen King himself, he's like one of those he denounced it. I I don't know. I just had this this girl in my uh ethics class was telling me about it. I don't know if it's actually true. That's just what wow. she said about The Shining because she's a big Stephen King fan. Okay. okay. So this is not. This is like tertiary source over here. Yeah, Don't... we're going through some. Uh, this is a, a big game of telephone. Yes, a very big game of telephone. Um, very big, very big game. Big big game. Um. So we, I, I mentioned this when we talked about TFT, uh, Legends of Ruterra. Which is which is Riot Games card game that they're they're releasing or that they have released, I should say. Because it's now available on the phone. Yeah, I'm getting an advertisement for it on Instagram like daily. And I got it on my phone. I haven't done it. I, I probably will, but I haven't gotten it yet. It's pretty fun. I, I enjoy it. I think it's a good game. And I think it'll be like good competition against like Hearthstone and, and whatnot. I, I'm That's good. I, I always enjoyed Hearthstone. I'm still going to prefer going TFT on my phone over that over uh, uh, Runeterra. I just enjoy Auto Chess more. Yeah, Auto Chess is nice. I haven't seen you online like forever, dude. I get on like a like I'll get on super late and play oh. like a game, and then that'll be it. Then okay, on, that makes sense on my phone. Yeah, but and that's why I find it really convenient because I can just lay up in bed and it's like. Well, I, I don't want to play on my computer anyway, so I'll, I'll just play on my phone. 
Yeah, I've been playing on my iPad a lot, actually. It's just, it's so convenient, I, I think. It, it's it's such a easy way to do it. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 great. It's great. I, 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 mobile gaming is so awesome. Just because of the fact of, like, yeah, you got this thing in your pocket, you can pull it out and do all this crazy stuff on it. Right. You can you can take the magic man. <laughs> um Watch Adventure Time. Watch Adventure Time. I've never watched it. And uh I don't I don't even know what I could watch it on. I don't know if it's on like Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll get to it one day. So I do I I this this episode has been so random. Uh, we've talked about horror stuff. We've talked about now. We've talked about uh, a little bit about rat games. Next, I want to talk about the speaker that I have. It's a Bluetooth speaker, all right, and it's called a soda pop. Yeah, yeah, the soda pop. Soda pop. It's called a good old soda pop. Now, this this the soda pop speaker. It's it's shaped like a, a pill, kind of. It's like a pill, and. It, it comes in a in a bottle in a bottle it's, it's like inside this bottle has a lid on top of it and and you can unscrew the base of the bottle and i'm, I'm gonna leave a, a picture of this also in the show notes because i think people might want to look at this while i'm explaining it to know what i'm actually talking about and you can unscrew the base of this bottle to take out the speaker you can then turn on the speaker and screw it onto this bottle so, so the speaker, it's like I said, it's pill shaped. The the two speakers are on like the two ends of the pill, kind of. And what you can do is on the bottom of the speaker, you can open up this flap where it has a screw, and you can screw it on any any bottle you want. You can screw it on the bottle that comes with the speaker. You can screw it on like a Coke bottle, a two liter bottle, anything that mm-hmm. has has like a screw kind of mechanism like that. Yeah, can you send me the picture? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a picture. Um, and it's, it's so like what it does, the, the, like screwing it onto the, onto that, uh, like base or, or screwing onto the bottle, I should say, is it allows, uh, like stronger base. It, it emphasizes the base and, and it, it makes it sound, you know, just a little bit better. And the thing that's that's really cool about this speaker is it's really tiny. It, it's 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 pr- very tiny, I would say. But it sounds super good. Like Whoa. Uh, this is this is one of the better sounding smaller speakers. Speaker. What? I guess it, it it's <laughs> yeah. It looks like a water bottle. It looks thing. weird. Yeah. It just it looks odd. And it's so cool because like. The, the like bottle that it comes with, you can put it on that and it has like, hey, it has some pretty good base, but you can unscrew that and put it on a little bit of a bigger bottle, like a one, one liter or, or what is it? Do they, it's like a one liter bottle. Yeah. And then you have great sound. Really? That's so cool. It's, it's one of the, it's like one of the coolest ideas I've ever like seen with a Bluetooth speaker. I, and it's. You know, there's a lot of weird Bluetooth speakers. Like, there, there's always like just different kinds out there that that I find interesting. This one was definitely one of the like ones that I was I was really interested in. I was like, wow, that's that's awesome. But like, there was one 
there's one that's on Kickstarter, and it's like made to look like a, a shell of a dinosaur head. And really? Then, then the speaker comes out of its mouth, and like that's really cool. And I, I think is. I think uh, just like the Bluetooth speaker market is is really really cool because you you can get a lot of cool stuff out of it, the, and like cool designs. I, I love I love just seeing the different ways people go at this this Bluetooth speaker concept. Yeah, mine's just like a little. It's just a little cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cubes are cool. Cubes are cool. There, there was one. There, there, they, a couple of these exist. Where, I think they used magnets, and so the speaker is a sphere, and you can levitate it above this like platform, and so then you have a levitating Bluetooth speaker. Wow. Have you ever have you ever seen one of those? No. They're, they're, that, that sounds wild. They're pretty cool. Also, <laughs> I saw this a while back. There was a Bluetooth speaker that was a fidget spinner. Okay. You know, you, you can you got it was three mini speakers, and then you could spin it and play music out of it. <laughs> Crazy. Um, that that's oh my gosh, we got some. <laughs> next level next level yeah 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 there there also was one and these these seem these seem like they could be really cool like if you had enough of them where they were light bulbs that had speakers in them and like with that i was thinking imagine you had your whole house hooked up with these like all because they, they function as normal light bulbs so imagine you had your whole house with all these speaker light bulbs in them and then you play music to all of them all right and your whole house was like just blasting whatever whatever it was and it's a really that that like that angle you get to the downward angle of music i think is a unique unique thing too because usually you have it it's bouncing off like the side of the walls and stuff but instead you're having it come from above and then kind of bouncing everywhere i, I think that was really cool um yeah i remember when Bluetooth was like becoming a thing, it, it like it, it really started to kick off when Apple removed the headphone jack. That was right. I remember when that happened. A lot of people were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Well, oh, people you, were not happy. About people that. were angry, and and I think you know rightly so. And I, I think one thing that just is this saying is obviously it's it's kind of run its course because of that is the whole oh pass me the ox right what like that's something you can you you know even my, well whenever you're in a car ox cords, but even my my ox cords like you need a dingle hopper for it yeah you need like a dongle wongle and you plug it into the phone and, and that's bad too because then what happens if you want to charge your phone and plug in your headphones at the same time you can't do that right and and get this my parents they have the google pixel mm -hmm. i think do you have the google pixel i have the original google pixel if that's what they have right well they have something google pixel related and they don't have an aux jack on it either and yeah. there's a different from iphones so yeah all all phones have kind of hopped on this trend there is uh so motorola i think it was motorola yeah motorola over the like for for past couple years, they've just kind of been releasing these budget phones, uh, 
and Motorola used to be a really big name in the in the phone industry with the uh, with the original flip razor and then they had the droid razors those were very popular uh, but but they released their first like flagship phone in the longest time like one that's going to compete with the big Apple phones and Google and all those and it has a headphone jack I was like really? what is this because Samsung was like the the last big company to get rid of the headphone jack I think their last phone had it and now now they've finally gotten rid of it um, but like yeah the headphone jack I, I and the thing is I, I understand why they're doing it people companies especially Apple because Apple has this whole you know sleek idea like they, they want to look clean and minimal and so having this port on your phone is, is unnecessary also they kind of used it as an excuse of oh it's taking up too much space me personally, I don't care if my phone is a millimeter or two thicker to fit in a headphone jack. I really don't. No. Um, but but you know, obviously with with cars getting Bluetooth and and you know the the extreme, I guess progression that Bluetooth headsets have, you know the strides they've made. It's obviously becoming a lot more just okay. You, you live with it. Uh, you, you take you, there. There's a lot. There's a lot of just wireless earbuds now. You have the AirPods that. I mean, they're a little bit pricier, but then you you have your cheaper options. You have some that are twenty bucks. You have like something like the Raycons, which are I think around eighty bucks. So you, you're starting to get these options now, but there's nothing yet where it's like you go into a gas station, you buy a set of headphones for for ten bucks, and you, because you needed them, and then you're good. You can't buy it really like, and and like they were good in a sense of like the quality. It was bad, but it wasn't terrible. If you were to buy a ten dollar Bluetooth headset, that's just it. Like it's bound to be bad because not only then are you worried about the quality, but you're also worried about like connection and all all this other technical stuff that can go wrong with it. Yeah, but you know, even the ten dollar, like if you're getting cheap, cheap like. You're gonna get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying, big guy. Um, but I think with one of the coolest things that have come about with like the Bluetooth devices is noise canceling. Oh yeah. Have you ever tried on a pair of noise canceling headphones? Yeah. Incredible. It's crazy. Now I I have two pairs of, of noise canceling headphones. My the my over ear ones that I'm wearing right now are noise canceling, and they're noise canceling in the sense like won't really block out like voices and stuff too well. But like if you're on a bus or a plane or in the car, that like hum of the engine, right? It does a pretty good job at blocking that out. Now I also have the AirPods, which have built-in noise canceling. And those work extremely well. I really? I was mowing today, over at over at good old Park Village doing some mowing. Yeah. And all you wore was AirPods. AirPods, and I turned on the noise canceling. I could barely hear the engine. Wow. And and whenever I would, you know, take them out and put them back in the case, and I because I, I think my phone died. My phone my phone's a struggle right now. But I took out my my 
put him back in and then like hearing the mower how loud it actually was was shocking because they do such a good job at noise canceling and i i, I do i do wonder because like you know you have noise canceling which is incredible you also have uh transparency mode which is coming on some devices which is uh, a mode where the headphones the earpods or whatever will kind of take use the microphones to 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 pass the the like voices from around you through and into your ears. So like if you're ordering a coffee or something, you turn on transparency mode, you don't need to take them out. And like the microphone sending their voice into your ears. It, it's, right. it's really cool. And so I'm wondering what other cool features are gonna kind of come out in the next coming years of with Bluetooth audio and, and stuff. I, I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see what they got lined up for us. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Maybe, uh, maybe in th maybe in thirty years when uh, movie theaters are ginormous and all over the place, uh, they'll they'll give you a pair of like Bluetooth uh, VR goggles, and <laughs> be crazy. It'll be crazy. That happen. <laughs> Could I guess? It totally would. All right, are you ready? You ready for the Would You Rather? cool in a movie theater everyone have bluetooth headphones so like you don't have to listen to super loud movies people, if you, and, you know? and you don't have to worry about like other people talking and the phone yeah. going off yeah i think that'd be cool they gotta make them comfortable though yeah i also do think vr movies will be something that i don't necessarily know if it's going to be like become a thing i feel like vr movies is going to be kind of what like 3d movies were where like for a couple of years, it was like they're trying to push it, and like, oh, 3D, 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 and then it kind of faded out. I think that's right. going to be the case whenever like the first VR movie comes out. I think they're going to try to push it. I think it's it is going to be cool in a way, but I think it's also probably going to fade out because yeah, I unless, can see that unless they can find a way to make because wearing those those like headsets gets quite stressing after a while like uh, usually when people wear those they only do an hour session so if you're watching a two two and a half hour movie wearing this thing on your head that weighs five pounds however much it weighs for two and a half hours that's gonna put some stress on on your head and on your neck and it's not gonna be good I, I... and and also it really like fatigues the eyes well, even even headphones. After a while, I'm like, okay, yeah, I need to. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, like right now, like these over your headphones I'm wearing. I'm like, all right, we're almost. They've almost run its course. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, you're you're like, I guess you're just not supposed to be constrained in that way. You, you gotta be able to, to open up your senses to a wider, wider accessibility <laughs> or what? I don't know where we're going. Um, are you ready for the Would You Rather? Yeah, I'm ready. This is a. Uh, this is a. Uh, based off of the topic of uh, being quarantined. Would you rather be isolated with your best friends or your parents? Now, you, um, you and I are both isolated with our parents right now. So so I'd be interested to see what doing it with my best friends would be like. That's kind of where my point is. Doing it with your parents is great. I'm not going to lie. Well, okay. Get here's the ball. Go ahead, go ahead. I... Uh, well, yeah, my mom's being loud and filling up ice in her glass right now. But so I was uh, in middle school. No, I was in high school. 
and we had to get a physical test. Did you have to do one of those? I, like I, know, I, know, I know the physical test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to a public school. So we had they did mass like this mass physical test. Oh, they did where, it mass. I just had to go to a doctor and get it done. No, we had to go like a play by play. Like oh, really? Sign, it was the, all the athletes of the entire school did it, and we we're all there in one day. And you know, takes your height. Another person takes your, I don't know, your weight, and you you just go on through a line of all the things that they need for your physical. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy who gave me my hernia test, okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he said to me, he asked me a question, and he said, and this is what I'm like, fifteen. He's like, uh, who's your best friend? And I think at the time I said Jay, all right. Okay. He's like, you're wrong. Your best friends are your parents. They've done everything for you. And I was like, oh, dang. He's kind of right. My parents are my best friends. Like, my parents, I peed on my parents and they still they still like me. I, I pooped on my parents. I, I slapped my parents probably when I was a baby. Yeah, and yeah. I do weird teenage adult kids stuff around my parents and they still love me how of course they're my best friends that's true that's that's a very very good argument (laughs) (laughs) um since that day i've been like all right (laughs) that guy he was on something he was on something nobody else was on yeah probably uh Yeah. No, I think it would be interesting. The problem is if I were to be isolated with my best friends, like let's say for the past however long it's been, like two months, a um, month and a half since this has happened, if I've been isolated with my best friends the whole time, here's here's what I'd say, what, 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 where, where I'd be right now if that was the case. Uh, first off, I would not be eating even remotely as good as I am right now. My, oh, uh, my parents are yeah. cooking some great stuff. Oh, yeah. If I was with my best friends, we'd be, all right, get a bag of chips. Oh, okay, we're making some ramen tonight, boys. You know, it would be terrible. Now, oh, yeah. I can hear you there. And it's not – and, like, for this next next point, it's not that I'm not having fun with my parents because, like, we're watching movies and it's awesome. It's great. But – I, I believe I would be having a lot more fun if I was isolated with my, my best friends because right. we'd play games, yeah. we would have conversations, do a bunch of crazy stuff. So it's kind of this weird scale where it's, would you rather be like well-nourished and you know be completely okay? Or would you rather have like a little bit of a better time but also kind of be not, not taking care of yourself so greatly? So I, I really don't know. I think because right now I'm experiencing it with my parents, I'd like to like try it out with my friends. Although I, yeah. I, I know kind of how it would go. I think it'd still be fun to try out. Um, but I think after trying it out, like if, if right now I was like, all right, mom, dad, Meg, Emma, you're moving out. I'm getting four, four of my best friends in here. We're going to spend the next month and a half right here in the O'Donnell household. If I did that, I think after that month and a half, I would want to go back to my parents. Right. I, I, I see what you're saying here. Now, I mean, college is kind of like, like 
in a I way. I don't. I don't think college is because here the, the because you got to think about. I've been living with my parents for so long too, 18, 19 years of my life. I think because you're isolated, it's a lot different. Because when you're in college or when you're living with your parents, normally you can go and go and come back and go do some stuff, go bowling or or go up shopping for a day or whatever it is. You can go go out and do stuff. But for this case, for the for our current scenario, or our current scenario. Scenario. scenario, it's not really a scenario. It's just what's going on right now. We're not able to do all that stuff. So it's it's a month and a half just with those people. And you're with them pretty much 24-7. So yeah, it, it'd be interesting, to say the least. But on that note, then we're going to close things off. That's uh, good. Thanks thanks for listening to all our, our random... I mean, we, we talked about a bunch of stuff today. We talked about a lot of stuff. So Yeah, we did. Thanks for, thanks for tuning in. And... Uh, We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care, y'all. Take care, and brush your hair like you don't care about a giant bear. It's gonna scare and maybe blare out your new Bluetooth speakers. And that was written by Edgar Allan Poe. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>